So I've recently changed how I've been putting out episodes. I used to record a two-hour conversation and put them out like that. It was what worked at the time. However, among other reasons, I've decided to change the format because at that rate, I was only talking to 25 people a year, and I wasn't happy with that. Among those changes, I definitely haven't necessarily represented a broad enough spectrum and I want to acknowledge that of people and voices and points of view I'm very excited to change that because ultimately I want to talk to as many people as I can I used to make excuses but that's that's just laziness and I hope to learn because that's kind of what my, my thesis is about it's about talking to people who have experiences that are very different than mine and I want to acknowledge that I uh, need to do better as well. Everybody got to do better, bro. This episode, it was recorded back in March. So contextually, I think that's important because we don't really address any of the things that have been going on recently. But it's not a, an irrelevant conversation. What's up, man? How you doing? Hey, hey, I'm good. How are you doing? Good, dude. I haven't seen you in a while. I mean, I've, I don't really know you that well, obviously. I don't want to make that impression starting off. But I'm excited to talk to you. I was hoping to see you in person because yeah. I, I have enjoyed our conversations. But welcome to What's My Thesis. I'm your host, Javier Proenza. Every week, my guests and I share the answers we've found to the questions we have. Join us as we explore and expand our worldview through research and ask, What's My Thesis? Today, my guest is Gozie Ongini. Ogini. Ogini, sorry. I put the Almost. N in. Yeah. No, no worries. <laughs> How you yeah, doing, man? I'm doing well. I'm doing well. Kind of like, you know, shacked up in in the house. You know this how is, it is. Yeah, oh. dude. This is fucking weird. You're my, first, it's, it's uh, weird. you're my first person that I've had since the outbreak. And I just kind of had to be like, oh, okay, we'll just be doing uh, remotes, I guess, from now on. But it's dope because yeah. everybody's fucking free. <laughs> right. But I, I've actually, I mean, it, it works really well, you know, but, I mean, being able to do things online. A lot of things have been happening online. Yeah. Uh, a lot of like virtual what, meetups and stuff like this, you know. It's oh, like for really real? cool how, yeah. We, yeah. It, it's, I don't know, like, some people are like talking about how like, uh, capitalism is like showing its weak points or something like that but like uh, I kind of like the idea of technology kind of like bringing back some kind of connection yeah That's definitely good. generally speaking in, in terms of my lifetime that has I've seen that change happen because growing up before the internet and even when the internet first started and you just wanted it to be more than it was dude <laughs> and it was just like mostly chat which we take for granted now mm -hmm. you know i remember yeah. 
weird I'm sorry to I don't want to put you off but I remember weird situations where it was probably me and another guy both pretending to be lesbians having what's it called cyber sex is what is what it was called so really yeah <laughs> you were like a catfish or something no I wasn't a catfish I, I I just was like trying to hook up with a lesbian because that's what my brain understood about society at the time dude the 90s were fucking weird everybody is like wearing wow. the shorts and the you know the cardigans and whatnot now yeah yeah but... <laughs> well I mean I grew up in the I, I was born in the 90s mid 90s so yeah so I was a teen like... then so it's different yeah yeah, yeah, yeah I yeah. feel you on that I definitely feel like because um... I remember what the 70s looked like to me sorry go ahead and <laughs> and I think it's probably what the ninety, what the eighties look like to you, you know, like just like well, the eighties didn't exist to me. Exactly, that's my point. Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah. so, so, what's up, man? Like, how have you been? I and we have a few things that we've like touched base on. I don't want to put pressure on you to have a topic, especially because we're doing all this shit like pretty short notice, and mm-hmm. like you, I can always tell that you're a thoughtful person, or like when someone's like get stressed out about it. I'm like no dude we're just talking <laughs> you yeah. know like I, I know I know that you want to like be able yeah, to verbalize actually, what you're working nervous. on no you're not you I don't think you were nervous I think that you wanted to like have a complete image of like what you're working on and I'm like no that's fine it'll still be fucking mad interesting <laughs> yeah. so oh, what, what you been up to man like this shit is uh, crazy um, like what or uh, maybe diet and rations what have you been eating what I've been eating, I've been eating a mix of like prepared foods or like uh, some stuff that's like been frozen, snacks, like a lot of different kinds of food. Like with uh, my partner, uh, we're eating different kinds of food as well, you know, like, um, so I don't know. It's just like, um, is it pushing you outside of your like normal dietary thing because of what's available? Because that's what I'm finding. I'm like, yeah, this is kind of good. <laughs> no, oh, I think it's it's been cool to like like cook some stuff, you know, like um, Oh, you just you, better, oh, because you probably have like getting like something really easy and quick from somewhere like in my car or something, but like um I think it's cool to just like to cook. And also like there's like this I have to shout out this like Instagram Corona Diet. Oh, okay. Um 2020. It's like all these like recipes and stuff that putting Oh, cool. And it's not ironic. It's um, not ironic. It's just like people who are like, okay, this is what I'm eating while I'm at home, you know? Yeah, yeah. That's Four cool. days and days on end, you know? <laughs> but it's, no, it's, but like, it's cool. Yeah. yeah. Uh, one of the things that I'm finding is just the immense amount of time has led to the place where like the normal things that I do to keep myself entertained when I'm not at work or, you know, when I'm not trying to make work or something like that. Those things, I've run out of them fucking so fast. And I've had to, like, contend with a boredom that I haven't really dealt with since, like, I was a kid. Since the 80s. <laughs> you know, when, like, I would go outside all the time. The other day I went out, speaking of diets, and my friend has been running this community garden because no one else will. Like, it's uh, it's a urban garden right here in the neighborhood. I'm not going to say what neighborhood. But it's uh, it like it was crazy to just fucking eat a carrot out of the ground. <laughs> and I'm like, yo, there's like flavors in here I didn't know existed. You know, it was wild. So he's been like, this is my buddy that I've been hanging out with for a while. 
he's not on Instagram, so I don't know how much press or, or how much of a shout out he wants, which is, tells you a lot about how he, I'm not at all surprised that he is like prepared for this. <laughs> you know, he's got a garden. He's like, he's not spending any money on food pretty much. It's all bills. It's crazy. Yeah, I feel that. Yeah, it's it like, I, I don't know. It stretches people's abilities to like figure out what they're trying to do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And what what kind of like uh, what kind of agency they have in this like time too? Yeah, that's yeah. And there's a lack of severity to it so far, or direct impact to you other than like your whole lifestyle changing, which is obviously. But like when I go out with a mask, I do feel like I'm role playing. You know, really? <laughs> yeah, because I've played video games like this, you know. <laughs> oh, okay, gotcha. Have you been playing a lot of video games? Oh, fuck yeah. It, it like, I, I that's one of the things that I said that, like, it's a good thing to blow out steam when I'm working, you know, and I come mm. home and I'm like, I just need to like tune out. But, yeah, like, but when you're not working, <laughs> yeah, it's like that's why I'm like calling people up. Um, but I was gonna ask, have you been playing online? Yeah, yeah. I I play one video game, and and one video game is like the bane of my existence. Gotcha. <laughs> I like. I never play? really got into any video games. Like as a kid, like I was never allowed to play, you know, like violent games. You know, so like I grew up playing like fucking like SpongeBob games, and like maybe some racing game was like the the most, like that was the the farthest we'll go. Yeah, as far as like getting me video games, so I never got like good at any of those like first person, third person shooting games or yeah. You know, so stuff. you were the guy that would go to your friend's house and get your ass kicked because he owned the game and you didn't have it. I I had that experience exactly, with, yeah. with a few systems, yeah, and that's not fun. I, yeah, but I, <laughs> I you know I actually got pretty good at like Smash, like um, like uh, Smash, Smash Brothers. Brothers. Yeah, yeah. I, that's it's, out yeah. of my my playing. I've been thinking about getting a fucking. Uh, uh, a switch yeah. you know you know what that is i do know what that okay is. sorry <laughs> didn't mean to condescend but the pause was like what <laughs> no no i know yeah definitely I know. uh I, but, I'm, uh, I'm hoping they have something like that on that but that dude that game is like there's a few games like that and not to get too deep into video games because you just said that you don't <laughs> play yeah, them, yeah. so okay. but but Smash is like the game that I play, which is Overwatch, and it's just like super competitive, where like there's like esports and stuff, and I think there's something about those games that like makes them have longevity. I wonder if like is there a esports for Mario Kart? There should be. <laughs> I mean, there's like they have like individual games. I think you know. And no, I'm games within games. Like no, what I mean by esports is like uh, broadcast, to, uh, like uh, video games. Oh. You know, like there's a whole industry now where I even watch the video game that I play sometimes. I want to take uh, past guest of the show, oh. Rakim. Yeah, they definitely have tournaments. They definitely have tournaments, and they like put them on for like, Mario Kart. For Mar- yeah, from oh for Mario Kart shit! And I got a rabbit hole now. You just gave me something for quarantine yeah. to entertain me. Yeah, I think <laughs> all we need to do during quarantine is is like keep ourselves like safe and sane and like yeah. Um, it wasn't too much of a stretch for me though. I got to be honest because this show is essentially like me pulling myself out of my reality. Like I'm like it's literally organized so that I will fucking socialize. And now that like. 
<laughs> I can't see anyone. Dude, I was nervous starting this one because I haven't really interacted with someone in a week. So, like, <laughs> I may seem outgoing and shit, but I'm, <laughs> you know. Yeah. You know, I, I it's kind of crazy because, like, I've actually been getting, like, like, I'll be getting emails and stuff from people talking about, like, like, let's say if I'm, like, with my job or something, like, hearing back about it when the when the world is, like, started back up like like everybody's using that kind of language where the world oh yeah yeah talking about the future or like the world is is changed forever like all these things like and i'm wondering like yeah like what is actually going to happen when we like re-socialize and everybody's going to be like like are people going to go to clubs like to yeah the same way definitely not it's yeah are people going to are people going to go out to make like tons of social interactions with like thousands of people? Like is like, are like these big events that people go to like Coachella and Burning Man going to actually like still happen? I kind of wonder about that shit. Like, um, it's interesting. Basketball sports, is that going to like start back up like the same way? And I'd never really thought about how much interaction with people I have. Cause even now I was thinking about this today and this is going to sound bougie as fuck. But I grew up in Italy, and on Sunday, as a kid, there was nothing going on. And here, there's still activity. Mm. <laughs> you know, like, it's yeah. not as dead as Sunday in Italy, especially now. <laughs> not to be uh, ironic or anything and disrespectful, but, like, yeah, man. Like, yeah. I think that there is, uh, there's still a lag. It's inconceivable <laughs> to, yeah. to quote Princess Bride, but like there are, there are a few moments that I've never been able to like really anticipate. And I, I mean, I, not that like I would expect myself to, because generally speaking, I think that's the, the sense, but yeah. yeah. And I definitely want to keep away from talking in too much in detail about like the uh, politics behind what's happening because that's just exhausting and it really is i uh, yeah i did call my uh my guy today and told them that i was worried about like a violent uprising (laughs) Uh, (laughs) i was like i I wanted to put it in terms that he would understand i was like dude if this shit passes because it's happening on the floor right now as we're speaking and i was like dude if you can separate the two things and the guy took my name he he was actually very cool i was surprised i i was like expecting to talk to someone else but you know i just like laid into it not into him i was like yo i'm fucking worried about this <laughs> wow. so i guess that was a nice like uh positive discussion about politics and we can move on I know that you maybe don't necessarily have a topic fully crystallized, but there's a couple ideas that you've been working on uh, specifically around going to CERN, which I think is going to be a lot of relief for people, especially to think in terms of like, like when I think of CERN and how fucking massive. Oh yeah. It's really incredible. Like if you, if you think about that, like machine, it's a, like they like the physicists there they call it like a world machine a world uh, a world machine cuz why like, what was the well, like the implication behind that is that like it it's supposed to like serve the world or be like or, like bring about some like greater thing for the world um mm. but like 
Um, I just thought it because also, of the size. <laughs> I was like, that well, shit the is size, huge. I mean, the size is huge, but it's like they're planning on making bigger ones. Like, Damn, but, dude. But like, I was thinking about like, you know, when they call it a world machine, but they like place it in the middle of like Europe, you know, like mm. just the way it's placed as well. It's kind of like just like this very interesting thing. It like it like goes underneath two uh, countries. Which country? Yeah, that's like, actually what I was going to ask because yeah, when I heard world world machine, I, that's what I was thinking. Like how mm-hmm. how much of the world does it take up? Because I know it's massive, yeah. but I was like uh, twenty three. It, it's like uh, it's twenty seven kilometers at its circumference. Do you know what uh, that is in miles? Let me let me look that up because we we got American listeners. I mean, I, I use kilometers in my Google Maps. Like, <laughs> That's how you get from place. So you know how far yeah. uh, it is for, to, to the grocery store in kilometers? That's what I, you're I saying? I mean, like, what's it called? Yeah, the, this machine is crazy, though. Like 16.77 miles. Is is twenty seven kilometers? No, I mean, I you know, I do have a lot of European listeners and yeah, elsewhere, but, but the I just American didn't... the American system American system of measuring shit is like stupid. Anyways, yeah, definitely. I mean, it's but... not based on the like, it's not. So I had a music teacher that explained how math works in music by telling us to imagine if we were creatures that only had four fingers per hand. And that really helped me understand why the the metric system makes so much sense because we have ten fingers and ten toes. Mm. So that's interesting. Yeah. But anyway, go ahead. <laughs> okay. Um, so well, I was just gonna say, like, there's hella stats about this thing. I'm sure you could like Google it and figure it out. Like, what are the two countries? Something... I think we didn't touch. We, oh, we, we oh, asked France, uh, France, and uh, Switzerland. Switzerland. Okay. And it's like. And like, speaking uh, of which, if you're going back to the world thing, like. You know, not exactly neutral Switzerland. They made a lot of money. <laughs> yeah. They made a lot of money, like, off their... <laughs> the Second World War. But anyway. The, I definitely don't want I, to get you uninvited from going back there again. No, I think it'll be fine. I, like, I'm actually in the process of, of like, emailing the, like, the three experiments that are, like... Or th- there's actually four experiments... I believe, no, there's three experiments that I can contact, um, Atlas, uh, CMS, and Alice. Mm-hmm. And, and, like, I, um, I'm trying to plan a way to go to all three of them in, like, one, in one, like, week or so. Like, kind of just do... Um, so these are happening in different right. locations? Yeah, like, in, it would happen in different, in both countries, like... okay. Yeah. So it's basically is it a ring? It's a ring and it's it's basically a ring of magnets, superconducting magnets that like um that either like push the like this proton beam straight or and some of them like push the they some of them like tur- curve them around a track. Like curve them like kind of So there's two types of magnets that they use, but there's like it's just like all of them in succession and um it's like a lot of metal there and like because they have to like you know when you cool down metal it shrinks mm-hmm. so like this like this thing this whole thing they have to like cool it down to one kelvin 
which like I don't know if y'all if you know like science or like chemistry shit or something like that, but like um, zero Kelvin is what's called absolute zero, which is like the temperature at which everything in the universe freezes, like time, even. And so like it's really cold. So like what what happens is it actually like shrinks by like thirty meters. 30 or so meters like this. Wait, hold thing. on. Go back, though. You said that it, everything freezes. That's, like, not a small thing to wrap your head around. No, everything freezes at zero Kelvin? So, like, zero. so is that... It's, like, absolute zero, and it's the lowest temperature in the universe. And everything freezes, including time, did you say, or did I misunderstand that? Yes. No, that's that's correct. Is it related yeah. to gravity in any way? At Like, would it be inside of a black hole? It's more about, like, how the atoms inside of a uh, of a material think of like a piece of iron like oh like okay where, so the electrons like, can the atoms, move these yeah exactly it freezes them like there's friction that happens in everything because energy is like flowing through everything so even the air molecules that are like coming out of like your mouth like they're like they are bouncing off of each other and creating friction so like everything is kind of in motion in that way. But like, wait, the time so, do, does it's not. But I, what I'm trying to wrap my head around is the time element. And so, is it like if all the atoms are frozen, doesn't time keep going, or it doesn't? That's well, where, it's like relative. It's okay, relative so so like if you were not frozen, time would still pass. But I, you I'm, would. Like, I'm not like a. I'm no, not no, like no. A, I'm not. I'm like you've just uh, you've just made okay. me realize something kind of crazy. That's what I'm trying to figure out. You, I'm not expecting you to have the answer to that. I'm sorry. Anyway, go ahead. <laughs> but like, I'm. I just know that like, like this is like what like, you know, I've learned through just like research and like yeah. also like. No, but that's crazy. I mean, I'm a fucking dude. This is like the fifth time in our conversation that I've thought about the Flash. <laughs> so, flash, <laughs> oh, well. you know, like because yeah, that that you're posting like um you're posting like DC characters and stuff. So yeah, I'm like, a fucking DC stan, but wow. uh, which I which is a term I resent because it's I realize rare. it's rare. It's very rare. It's yeah, but like there's. <laughs> You gotta be proud about it, bro. Babe, but you, didn't you? You told me you liked Cyborg. I do like Cyborg. Tell me I what do. you think about him. I uh, Cyborg. I just think he's a cool. Like he, like I just. So I grew up with the Teen Titans. You mm-hmm. know, te- like not Teen Titans Go, but like Teen Titans. You know, um, the comic or the cartoon. The cartoon. Okay. On on uh, on Cartoon Network. Yeah, yeah. And that was like my shit. And Cyborg was the like I really like Beast Boy too, but like Cyborg was literally the only black like like one of the only black characters. Like there's a few others, you know, but like I'm like thinking about this guy, he's also like um there's like this idea like in like with when like um when like black people were trying to get like um they're trying to vote and get suffrage and stuff like that. And like um uh, they didn't regard us as a full person. They like regarded us as like, uh, like it was like you were three fifths of a person. Yeah. So like, but cyborg is also like not fully human. He's like part human. Um, yeah, yeah. So there's like that, that kind of metaphor kind of like, like moves through his character design, which I really fuck with. And, um, 
and then he's also like part technology, which is dope as fuck. And he just like repairs himself and and he's constantly evolving too, too, right? Like yeah, he's, he's always, yeah, dope. he's never outdated. Like he's it's there's like uh, it's almost like the closest thing that maybe someone who doesn't know would be like uh, Iron Man's like suits in the later movies, where where it's yeah. like it's just like. It's fucking, it's almost magic at that point, mm-hmm. but which like is fine. I don't have a problem with that because magic is cool, but, <laughs> yeah. but yeah, I, I do enjoy, um, when someone like talks to me about a character that I, I, I sort of like, I mean, I've always like, I've always been more of a, uh, John Johns guy, which I think has some similar overlaps, but like, is, a, is, is a different kind of character in terms of being an outsider and all of that. And obviously because he's like another character that I associate with being black, but more so than like someone like, uh, and I'm going to keep it all DC, (laughs) (laughs) you know, but, uh, John Stewart is like more of a Marine. It's, it's interesting to me, the more, like specifically black men that I talk to doing the show. Cause it, it, this is like also just an opportunity to reach out to people that like, I would not necessarily always run into, which is not the case with you. Like we actually have run into each other, but like, I can just be like, Oh, you do something interesting. I have no idea what your worldview is like. And the more, the more black men specifically, and I, I actually feel bad that I've never spoken to a black woman on the show. Oh, that's, you gotta, yeah, I got. Well, you gotta I, work on that, man. I'm trying. <laughs> no, I'm definitely like, dude. I'm I'm totally like. But the, uh, the there's a and that's a specifically relevant to what I'm saying, which is why I bring it up, because there is a an idea of like how people experience things and relate to culture. It's one of those things that you can't like. Nobody at this point can really exist separate from the identity that's thrust upon them. And like when I've had like people that ethnicity is not an issue with, which is another way of saying white people, like they don't necessarily have a relationship to like the perception of what or like need to look for like things that you can identify with to sort of validate your experience. So when you, t- you spoke about Cyborg, I had never thought of him like that. And it was very interesting because it's um, there's subtlety to the way that you speak about him, but it's also very overt too, right? Yeah, it's like it's kind of blatant, but like it's like it is, but it also I don't know. I I'm attaching a specific story to it and stuff like that. I'm like I'm trying to work through an idea as well in an artwork too. So like I'm like I'm pulling from where I kind of feel comfortable talking about so that's yeah so that's how kind of like i was thinking about cyborg with the, that talk a little bit about the sneakers and the black mold thing because i'm also worried because i do have some things that have some level of mold on them and you are the expert that i know about oh, this well, i mean like everybody's got mold in their garage or something you know or like in their attic basement mm-hmm. 
you know, some water is leaking somewhere in your house and there is like mold behind some cabinet. That's, I mean, that's just like, that's how it is. Yeah. Whenever you, I mean, you're looking for a, whenever you see mold, you're looking for a way to like get rid of it and not really how to like propagate it or anything like that. Um, but you kind of learn through like a sort of deductive reasoning what like, um, what you need to like sustain that life if you wanted to, um, like reading in between the lines. So you say, it says like, don't do this or like use this to counteract, you know? So now you know what, you know, so you know, like you get what I'm saying. So like, I'm kind of like reading between the lines and seeing like how this like word is used or how like, um, which one? Uh, well, black, like okay. that word, but like also the, just like this other fungi, this like life. It's kind of interesting. When you look at it under a microscope, it's kind of interesting too. And yeah, I don't know. I was just kind of like into this thing and, and then it kind of like evolved from there. I think I had also like, the shoes have like bricks on them. So like I was like, walking around with them let me quickly describe the piece because i don't think i think that we're just having like an inside conversation right now so you have a piece that is a um it's a pair of shoes they're jays right they're white jays and they're and then they're encased in what in like um in like a plexiglass box they're 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 not jays they're um air force ones sorry oh Um, sorry my bad i don't know nike at all okay (laughs) I'm an Adidas dude. Go ahead. And the the shoes have like bricks attached to the bottom of them. And uh-huh. um, they're like, for a while I had them in a, in a plastic bag inside of another box. Mm-hmm. And just like I was trying to find a way to like um, make this life like sustain itself within this enclosure. And I wanted to, like, use some sort of, like, basically make some sort of, in the end, it kind of looks like a vitrine. It's just like a vitrine for this. Vitrine, not latrine? Vitrine. Yeah, like glass. Yeah, yeah, in case. Okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah, okay. But, like, I don't know. I've been, like, that that work I've been, like, thinking about it for a long time. And it's, uh. So what, so going back to like what you were saying, so one of the things that I remember is that there's like the spores for black mold are in existence and I'm going to keep it as light as possible, but personally black mold after we met has affected me where my friend, I'm not going to get into the full story of how it ended up because I don't want to bum us out, <laughs> but she, she, she was in a coma for a while. Wow. Uh, it like listeners of the show will know what I'm talking about. She like was in a coma. It didn't end well. And, but it was from black mold. And so it's like this really dangerous, toxic thing that you're encasing within this display. It's, uh, there's like going back to what, like in terms of your practice and what I've noticed, I haven't seen anything related to the CERN work, but you do have an, you have a heavily researched practice Mm -hmm. that like, I find interesting. What, what, uh, the fact that wh- why Air Force Ones, why bricks? This the piece is like so like like I feel like it's like really screaming in a way like it's legible, 
to the point where mm. like all the pieces are just like right there in front of you and like whatever you kind of like take away from it is like what it is yeah and because like trying to distill it is like really tough yeah maybe more about your practice then what specifically interests you because i ha- like what i've picked up and obviously because it's outside of my experience is sort of the uh conversations that we've had about blackness mm. but you're obviously interested like that's just your point of view and that's just been what we've talked about because certain pieces have been related to that right, right? and it's not really like any sort of like definite like there isn't that much of i do a lot of research but it's really hard to like say that like it ends up leading to somewhere for me like it all it's always like some other curveball or something and like i'm not really a master of it to speak so definitely about it but like i i know that like i'm always sort of like chipping away at something and never really like getting to the to the bulk of it and especially since like this coronavirus has like happened like i haven't really been in the studio at all i've been working from my house I'm literally like growing sage under my desk. That's like one thing. And uh-huh. my practice, so like I'm telling you, like my practice is like weird. It's like in, it's in a fractured state at the moment. I'm cutting like holes into National Geographic magazine. Like that's what I'm fucking doing right now. <laughs> like trying to stay sane uh, can in I, this time. And like, can I ask you a question that's not related? Do you have any concept of the reference that there was a time where people looked at National Geographic as like an opportunity to see, to see breasts <laughs> or is that like outside um, of your reality? I de- never really thought of that. I like, have you've never no, heard I that? That heard, used to be I a de- fucking no, I definitely meme. Okay. Heard that. I've definitely heard that. Um, okay. But like, I, <laughs> that was not, that's not my intention for it. No, no, like, no. It's just, wanna... not, that's my mind. <laughs> One of the things that I was like, I forget who I was talking. I think it was uh, Jorge Mujica, uh, who was on the show recently. He said something about how there was, like, he used to watch some show, I forget what it was, and then you would hear the national anthem at the end or some shit, and then, like, the TV would just go off. And then I remember it used to be, like, after that, it started. they started to sell that stuff, like, for infomercials, right? And, like, nowadays, dude, you, like there was a time where you would run out of content, right? How is that possible? <laughs> How is that possible? <laughs> but like, that's well, what's no, crazy. No like with all... That doesn't make sense. <laughs> yeah. But what I'm saying is like, is like that's how crazy coronavirus is, right? Like despite infinite amount of content, you still need to fucking do stuff to like feel whole. Right, you can't just spend your whole day playing video games or whatever. Yeah, or like smoking weed and like, you know. Uh, I've tried other stuff, you know. So you've been chopping like, what? What are you chopping out? Because the other like ignorant thing that I was gonna say is that like when you brought up National Geographic, the first thing I thought of was cutting out boobies, because I'm dumb. Wow, (laughs) (laughs) that's funny. That's really funny. (laughs) Um, no i i'm like thinking of i um damn i'm like (laughs) damn i'm like a fucking nerd then um i'm thinking about like them as these like uh the physical like 
amalgamation of time in a way. You know, they're like, it's a certain history, but it's also very, mm-hmm. um, like, it's like idealized for some and like targeted to a certain demographic, the magazine itself. And what they yeah. use as like the subject matter is exoticizing the rest of the world, which is so foreign. Mm-hmm. So like, um, but then they end up leaving out crucial bits of history. So I'm thinking of like cutting the holes through them as like a sort of like, you know, um, I'm also picking particular times of the history um, relating to like my history or like my my father's history. And just like, what is your, my dad, do yeah, you my know, dad is Nigerian. Okay. Cause your name, yeah, it's Nigerian. Uh, Ojini is very Nigerian sounding. It's Igbo. Shout out to, it's shout out to all the Igbos. It's Igbos. Oh, is that the tribe? Yeah. Um, yeah. Are you a super Eagles fan? Sorry to change the subject to soccer. Oh, I don't really watch soccer. Sorry, man. Okay. You guys have, uh, one of the greatest players of all time, JJ Okocha. Oh, that's sick. You like yeah. the, is he like the, the the Michael Jordan? He's more like the Messi. The Messi, okay, sick. All right, yeah. uh, of Nigeria yeah. for sure. Okay, not like I don't know. I don't know if he could take Messi one v one. Although he has some, he had a, he had a very particular play that he did. Anyway, I'm just like <laughs> making it about me. Don't <laughs> worry, it's yours. It's your show. You can do whatever you want with it. I, um, but like, thank you, man. I appreciate yeah. that. Not everybody feels that way. Yeah. <laughs> but but you know, like I am trying. Like I guess I'm just trying to make like um, with the so work the time with, period. Well, basically, with this work. I'm trying to do it, do this something as literally as possible, like trying to make it some something as clear as I can. Uh, That's like awesome. I like the the like the research. I it's wide, but it's hard to like again. It's hard to distill it. So like when I when I put it like out in in like physical form, I'm I'm hoping that that's all the information I need to like give, and sometimes that like sometimes i fail sometimes i like succeed you know i or like i think i succeed maybe uh-huh. maybe like like that that sort of but thing is that is a like ch- do you feel like that's a change huh? do you feel like that's a change for you in direction because something you said earlier made me think that like now you're making an intention to try to be more literal is that is am i following that correctly? i mean not i said literal like i'm or like I know what you meant, like more like deliberate in the research showing up. Is that what? Or, I guess, I'm sorry. Like, that's what I understood. Okay. Um, it's poetry. Mm. But like um, in physical form. I'm trying to like use, yeah. like if I'm using a word, I'm using a, a material. Like it, it's not an exact science because like sometimes it's like, like I, uh, I'm like pulling from wherever, you know, maybe I'm, you know, it's just like, I'm, uh, I'm distilling thoughts and ideas and images and videos and like media and translating it. And like, I know that kind of like maybe takes some of the like soul and like sort of like the absurdity out of it sometimes when I talk about it. So like mm-hmm. casually and like, but like, um, I I hope that there's like some sort of mysticism that like like peers through that research. And like, um, so the work, like, I I don't know, like try to make it exist in like those those realms. 
Mm-hmm. So uh, intangibly tangible, I, th- I would say. I, I, I get, I, no, I get what I do. The, the only the only reason I kind of follow you is because I'm actually trying to move in the other direction, and I relate to uh, I or it makes me feel like uh, I don't know some oddly whole to hear someone trying to do the opposite of what I feel like I my rut has been. Uh, things that not I I know what you mean by literal where it's uh, like I think that the impulse is uh, is that you're or my understanding is that you your impulse is to be to have an easier time translating what you're processing mm, I I think in in a way I think is, let me sorry cut go you ahead off for a second just yeah go ahead I want to take away the word literal and I just want to put the word clear in there. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, now, and and uh, I know literal is like literally a word that's problematic or misused <laughs> or uh, just burdened. But um, yeah, <laughs> but I also feel in many ways the uh, the sense that that latent <laughs> mm. is maybe uh, also a word like where mm. like. My intention is a little too aggressive where you want you, you, you like we're trying to maybe somewhat like through our practices meet, uh, not necessarily in the middle because we're not working in relation to each other, but relative to our, our, our views of our practice. It's interesting to hear someone say that they're trying to get towards what I am trying to abstract. But then you started talking about that mysticism and that's what I'm after as well. Right, so that's why I'm trying to go away. So, like, maybe uh, we're different roads to the same place. I think to the same spot. Yeah, to the same kind of like uh, ethereal, like reality. Sorry, did I cut you no, off? No, I think like you know, affect is like it's it's also it's affect is very um, wide and in range. You know, it can like so. I'm like thinking about like even in something that's specific, like somebody wants to say mysticism, like we want to say mysticism, that's even very vague in and of itself. Like, so I don't know. It's, it's exciting to use buzzwords like that. Like it's hard to like be in, it's like more, it becomes more, it becomes actually easier to like discuss what kind of mysticism when you're talking about specific work. Sorry, say that again. I was saying it becomes easier to like um, to discuss the kind of mysticism we're talking about when like there's a work present. Yes. Yeah, Uh, and there I do also think that there's like a discuss. You know, there's there's always the idea of left hand and right hand paths to mysticism, like the Kabbalah being like more of a right hand path. Mm. And chaos magic being more of a left-hand path, chaos. where like right hand is more like selfless traditionally, and then uh, left hand is more self-mastery, uh, and and that whole spectrum is always interesting mm. because there is even within like occultism there is a science to sort of dissecting like and a self-awareness to the self-deception at wow. play, right? Like. The idea of like ritual creates belief creates reality, whereas like it, which is like a much more postmodern approach to intent than like like I guess you could call Christianity right, right hand mm. 
in terms of like, but it wouldn't be occultism because it's like it's more propagandized rather than like deliberate yeah. uh, goodwill towards other people. You're you're like you're blowing my mind with this because like I'm not really up on the Kabbalah, but like, and I'm just like thinking about some other cultures that like, like I forget it was like some Native American tribe that was like doing rain dances and like they were like they're working not because of like. Um, like almost simultaneously because of their like their hopes in their their efforts in their dance but also like because they were like actually creating like a ionic charge in the ground Uh by their Uh like dancing which like you know which that's like kind of crazy to think about like but like what is the thing that like um makes the rain come at that moment is it like the is it the dance or is it the the charge that the dance creates? And does it matter because it's real to the people experiencing yeah. it, mm-hmm. right? Dude, that's, this is one of the basic theses of the show is that straight up, like, if you believe in God, he's real. That's really, <laughs> doesn't that's really, fucking that's matter. really one of the, really? That's like really one of the things in your... I mean, at that, or at least one of the things that I uh, preach on the show. Really? Like... Man, I need to listen yeah. to some of your other shows because i have not i haven't listened to the i did not think this was like um you know like a church station or something i I thought oh no it's not it's not uh, dude i don't think it's like (laughs) i don't believe i don't necessarily believe in god i'm a lot i'm pretty postmodern in my belief i'm saying like what i'm saying is that your reality is centered around your belief in god and if you perceive things. It's the same thing as if you think you're a piece of shit and like all you think about is how you, like, all right, I, the best analogy is like when you're depressed, okay? Mm-hmm. When you're depressed, your reality sucks. And your reality sucks because there's several mechanisms that are working in place that are done, that are working to isolate you, right? Like, uh, for example, you don't want to see people. You don't want to do anything. You're not fun your attitude is pretty negative. And this is as someone that has like overcome depression. I'm not like bashing anybody and I'm not talking negatively about mental health. I'm just talking about it in terms of like being a perception thing, right? Like when the world is dark, your reality is dark, Mm -hmm. right? For whatever reasons, whatever belief system you have when you're depressed. And there's also chemical things that are contributing to that. I also, you know, like I speak openly about taking meds, like we're a pro science podcast here. What I'm saying in terms of like, if you were a person that believes God is punishing you, your belief makes that your reality. Yeah. It may or may not objectively be true, but your experience, what's that? Self-fulfilling prophecy. To some degree, but I'm talking even deeper than that. Like, right, like... When you are, like, to go back to the analogy, when you are depressed, there's a, there's a confirmation bias there, which goes to the self-fulfilling prophecy. But what I'm saying, like, if you believe that you're a piece of shit, you're going to, necess- like, you, the way that that whole thing works, the perception of depression works, is that you end up uh, negating anything positive. And I've sort of been, exp- like, having to remind myself during the um, quarantine that, like, okay... That's not the entirety of my life experience. That was a shitty experience that I'm remembering right now. You know, but in that moment, if you start to connect too many of those together, you create yourself a perception and a reality where you have, you're an amalgam of all the horrible things that you've ever done. Mm. 
right? That's the, the depression perception. Now, let's say you flip that and instead of blaming yourself for all those things, you blame God. <laughs> right like yeah. that is your reality you know like and and so so that that's all i'm saying like i don't want you to like be turned off and be like oh this guy believes in like like this is what i mean about what's that i'm not too crazy about like i'm not gonna be offended by what somebody believes in oh no i'm just like i just wanted to clarify because it sounded like you were saying you thought i was like evangelizing and i'm like no i'm just saying that like the people that go to those churches they fucking dude if you're a scientologist bro and you're spending that much money you are invested in believing that shit yeah they're literally invested yeah, and like, and you're in debt, and you got to pay off all those classes and shit. And I'm not shitting on those people either, because you know, like, life is rough. <laughs> I, and and so that sort of helps me understand, like, even in on a class level, you know, like when like people are just like completely the fuck out of touch of like how poor people are suffering. Like, their reality doesn't allow for that. Yeah. I don't know. Did I bum you out? No, that's that's just that's just what it is. Do you what? What are your thoughts? Are you, do you think that I'm like a fucking crazy person? I don't know. I need validation now. <laughs> I feel you vulnerable. You just said it on the podcast. Can't take it back now. <laughs> yeah, but um, yeah, I don't really know what to say after that. You don't have any thoughts. Um. Not really. Do you believe in God? I, I, um, not really. Okay. Um, I kind of like, I don't know. I like, uh, I believe in, it's hard, it's hard to talk about this because like when you say that you believe in like when you try to say you believe in what you understand, then like that leaves out everything else and like the possibility. And so like um, if I'm saying right now that like I believe in what I what I understand, like as in like what I see, smell, um, taste, like feel, chemicals in my brain, hormones, all this stuff, like like what I understand. Um, to be real mm. like, and this goes to what you're saying about reality like I kind of I am like leaving out the what cannot be explained by science and there's a lot that cannot yeah. be explained by science and so like yeah um, there's like a, but there's also a lot or could maybe eventually be but that could eventually be but like um, there's all there's always doubt so like um, I kind of like agree with what you said in the beginning, like what you said about like your what you like to preach in this show is like um, if you believe in God, it's God is real. Um, but if you don't, it's, it's kind of like it's like um, sometimes like you believe and sometimes you don't believe. But anyway, we should wrap up. <laughs> so, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. No, dude, this is entirely fucking speculative, right? Like this entire conversation is like, I mean, you know, like what the fuck do I know about anything is what I'm saying. I guess we'll edit some of this show. <laughs> okay. Don't worry.
<laughs> but yeah, I, I mean, uh, what's it called? It was great talking to yeah. you, dude. It, it, it is always weird when you're doing these things by phone and, uh, yeah, yeah. I would love to have you back yeah, though. Let's, let's um, meet up in person. Let's like get like a, let's go like get lunch or something or like yeah, yeah, yeah. cook or something. I don't know. Just like do something more intimate, you know, like more like we can talk on the phone. It's cool. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. I, I also like to see people in person, you know? No, absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, yeah, and we haven't seen each other in ages, but I think that you don't necessarily understand like some of my background with occultism. Yeah, so, I don't. like, I... <laughs> yeah, my interest in the occultist angle is basically the idea that everybody is making their own reality, <laughs> and they're all in conflict, and like whether God objectively is real, He's real to some people, and that's terrifying to me. Wow. Yeah. That, yeah, because some people's actions might be like more extreme than others based on their how extreme their beliefs are. But do you know what a tulpa is? No, I don't. But like, I, but like, also, I just want to clean up and say like extreme in relative to what is like always a que- in question. Um, like extreme is always relative. But go ahead and tell me what what you're saying. What what is a what? Oh, so a tulpa, a tulpa. Do you know who Slenderman is? Slenderman, yeah, I know. Do you mean like the, the so, fucking like, like, um, scary stories in Okay, yeah. So do you know you do you know um, you heard the story about the two girls that stabbed someone because they felt Slenderman told them to do that? Uh, no. Okay, so this is this was a news story. So a tulpa is an idea that becomes a reality. Because people enough people believe it in it. So so the argument in this case would be that it doesn't matter whether or not there is a Slender Man, really. Mm-hmm. What matters is Slender Man is real because two people tried to kill another person. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. And that's my that's my understanding of God. <laughs> <laughs> I think I think that's Wait, where we you, end. Do you mean not only exists when like um, when a tragedy happens? No, I think God only exists. I think God exists. I think God God exists to people the same way that Slender Man exists to those girls. Slender Man was real enough to those girls to believe to make them believe that they should kill. Uh, this uh, third person they didn't actually succeed i wouldn't be so cavalier but saying, they they said saying that their god is real yes because they live by the, their life through the perception of like it would be like it's it's a coronavirus is a perfect example our god was capitalism now there's some consolidation and there's some people that still really fucking believe in I that don't believe in right that. i don't i actually like the way you're saying it now i kind of understand i don't i don't really believe in that i actually believe that like i feel like god is like maybe more like if you want to i understand where you're coming from like where their mm-hmm. their reality creates that god or like and that god becomes absolute in their reality um but i kind of feel like god has to be something that like is beyond all beyond anything that we can ever conceive of as real like Mm -hmm. i think it like i think if if god like for me i feel like if god exists like it 
is like everyone that has to be subject to it. Like every single person and every single thing that ever existed has to be subject. So like Slender Man doesn't have that much power. So Slender Man cannot be God. No, no, that's that's a smaller deity. That's the Tulpa. That's that was just as an example. But I get I get what you're saying. My my expression is more that like okay, like um and I, t- and I totally respect that, and I totally understand, where you- and I actually agree with that. Like, if there is an actual God, you know, uh, and then, like, you can get meta and be like, all of those are expressions of, like, the universal God, right? Like, everybody's individual perception of it is. I'm talking about on the receptor side. Yeah, of that's it, crazy. Right? Like, on the hu- that is crazy. Yeah. Not, not you crazy <laughs> talk, but, like, like the, that idea of a tulpa is, that's, like... I'm, I'm like, I'm like thought of that. Like when people are like, oh, Satan, like you know, they're praying to Satan. You know what I mean? Like they want to be like, you know, they want their God to like come up and rise up and do everything that they want them to do. You know, like that. Yeah. That Toba is like a is like a scary, but like um, it's like a scary thought. No, no, but, but definitely like yeah, it's like fucking, it's just like laughable also because it's like um. Not in a very, like, yeah, I don't want to be, like, so mean to people who they believe in their Tulpa, but, like, it's kind of funny. All right, man. All right. Uh, we'd love to have you yeah, back, dude. Anyway, talk soon. Peace. Thanks. Peace.